Yo, yo, it's your boy, it's your man, G-Match, this is something different, I'm just coming back, I'm getting a little air, it was a little stuffy in here, feel a little better, can't wait to get off, I'm really tired, I've been ripping and running, got a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit I gotta handle, so my mind's been just walking in so many different directions, so I'm just trying to get back to the center of everything and just take things slow and take it day by day and just handle everything that I can little by little but still handle everything that I need to handle you know because time is not on my side right now when it comes to certain things but other than that my man just sparked a conversation with me about he's a couple years younger than me so he was like yo D how was the party when you was coming up when you was in the high and stuff like that, I said they was different. Because we had many different venues that we could fucking party at from like 13 to like 18, you feel me? Like we had different spots. You know, we had ICA, we had the high school, we had Davis, we had the Calabash, we had um, Who's House when I was open for a hot minute. We had house parties, we had backyard events, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting shit, but the point was, when I came up, we had so many places where you could just go and just get fly real quick, you know, throw a new coat on, throw a new outfit, new kicks, of course, and just mob out with your people, you know, 10 deep or more, you know what I'm saying, and as you got older, once you left high school and you got into college, it was even different because it was always parties depending on the colleges you got. They had bars and clubs all around, um, as well as you was always traveling. Me, I think 18, 19 was the years that I started going to clubs out in New York, New York, New York City, Times Square, Midtown, Harlem. Um, even traveled a couple times to different, different spots in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens. Never really partied in Staten Island. I think I only been to Staten Island like one time and I forgot what it was for, but point is, we have so many different things to do. It's not a lot of things that a lot of youngsters could do now. You know what I mean? But what I respect about a lot of the youngsters in my life, my little cousins or like uh, in-law type cousins, you know, family of family kind of thing like a lot of my young guys they're going to different events they're going to events they 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 going out of town and they going to concerts that's something i never really did you know i never really went to too many concerts because i'm not a big i i don't i'm not claustrophobic but i feel like when you go to events you never know what type of environment you're going to be in but now that i'm now that i'm at a point where you got to enjoy your life a lot more I'm more open to do those type of things because of the simple fact that you don't want to waste your life. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to just miss out on certain things, especially if it's like an invitation or if it's something that you know you want to see. But that's usually what it is with me. I don't want to see a lot of people. I want to see specific people. And I'm definitely going to start doing that a lot more man, because I just want to have that experience. You know, especially besides traveling out the country as well as out of the state more, I want to see more events. And I ain't just talking about music. 
or movies and stuff like that. I'm talking about like, I'll go see a magic show. I'll go see a cooking, I'll go to a live cooking show. I'll go to a live talk show that I feel is at, that I keep my attention. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that's on television now don't keep my attention. But other than that, you know, I'm at a point where we got to live more. We got to live life and you got to just enjoy the shit that comes along your way, man. My homeboy, he wants to go to um, Thailand next year as well as um, Greece. He's putting together um, like a, a fellas trip or whatever and he wants to get all the proper information together so that he could, uh, you know, have his people with him but also everybody's financial affairs is together the proper way. And I said, I'm down for anything as long as I know ahead of schedule when and where and what we got to do to prepare or what we have to do to get it started to get great deals and things like that, you know? But back to the party scene, I was just thinking about just partying from like, I guess, seventh grade. That's when it really started for me. The house parties and shit like Sweet Sixteens and shit like that. Thinking about, you know, grinding up on a female and stuff like that. For me, it was never a sexual thing. It was all like a love thing. Like, the, the respect for a female and to not disrespect her, but to know that we both on the same level. Like, we just battling each other, but, you know, she's backing it up on me. I'm whining on her. That type of thing. It's like a camaraderie, but not really. You know, but it's respectful. You feel me? It's not outrageous. We we wasn't outrageous, but we had our moments. You know what I'm saying? Get on the floor, throw them up in the air, that type of thing. But it was crazy because I think when I was younger, I think it was more of a girls dance with who they liked or who they was attracted to. I don't think they just danced with anybody. You feel me? So if you if you caught a certain female, like you was the man, like yo, you dance with, oh, you dance with that one, what? Damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And if you was dancing with multiple females, come on, and they had you in a circle and shit, you felt like you was the man. And she definitely felt like she was that chick that that brought on the on the dance floor. And I miss days like that because now I'm not gonna say it's not like that for the younger generation because it probably is. Sure, I'm going into like a, a teen party or an early twenty party. That's just it, it, we ain't doing shit like that. But even at at an adult party, you got people that when they dance, it's more of a two-step thing, or you just mingling. It's it's a little close contact, but it's it's more respectful, more conservative, you know. And that's just me. Um, other than that, like I just like being nostalgic and just thinking about things like that because I can't wait to see what it's gonna be like for my sons, my little cousins, and my cousins that's pretty much there in age, but they possibly haven't really dived into that lifestyle yet I'm just like I'm excited for them at the same time I'm scared for them because the world is totally different but I know they got their heads on right I just hope that if they get put into these situations where they go out I hope they're safe they're smart and if they're not comfortable with something they look the other way and they keep going that way you know what I mean I don't want them to get caught up with peer pressure or Anything unnecessary that they that they don't feel is right, you know what I mean, and that's it. But I was, uh, I guess, my question—well, not guess. 
one of the questions that popped in my head as I was, you know, thinking about this before I hit record, it was like, what was like some of your favorite songs when you were in high school to dance to or you just, if your parents wasn't home, you bumped your stereo. Like, fuck that. Nobody's home and you played it over and over again. Some of mine was definitely, like I think like 98 was one of the best rap years for me. That Mob Deep, Murder Music, Quiet Storm, um, It's Mine, X, the first album, then when he dropped Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, The Locks, We Are the Streets album, The Chronic 2001, when that came out, like 98 going into 99, Nas' um, I Am, Nostradamus wasn't bad, I just don't think that it was his lane but when you listen to that album the album was not that bad i think it was just he tried something and it just didn't work so he went back to what he what he's known to do after that album and that's just be nice don't don't be mainstream or don't be don't try to cross over you're already talented whoever's listening to you listens to you um who else maya i think came out in 98 that first album, It's All About Me. That was my song with her and Cisco. Um, yeah, it's a lot of albums and tracks. Myth Bleak, My Mom Right, Is That Your Chick, Jay. Shit, Jay had a lot of shit. Nas had a lot of shit. Like, it's so many to name, but that's what makes these conversations so dope when people listen. Because I want to take people back, but I want to keep people also in the present and think about the future too. I had someone, um, a truck driver that came in today, and he was chopping it up with me. Real cool young kid, got his head on right. Um, he's been driving the trucks for about two years. He's 22, so he started like at a real good age. He started like straight out of college, he said, because he couldn't find anything. So. I felt like that was something dope to land on. He, he's real safe and he, he takes his shit serious. Unlike a lot of guys that have been doing it for like 20 something years or more. And they just like, they think they know everything and they don't care about a lot of the rules. They just, they just move the way they move because that's what, that's what they're about. Um, he was just like, yo, my older brother's like around your age. And he was telling me about um some of the um rappers that he used to listen to and he was just, you know, spitting out Big Pun and Nori and Cameron, early Cameron, Cannabis. And he was breaking down all the shit that he remembers his brother was playing. I just, it was funny to me, like, damn, I got a couple, I got a few years on him. But it's it's like, it kind of reminds me of having those conversations with your, your elders about different things. And they, they, they always got that line, like, this is 360, like, same thing y'all doing now we did that before you you know what I'm saying it was kind of like that like you telling me everything that I was there for like yeah I was there mm-hmm. I know what he's talking about and it was it was just funny but when he when he played Fantastic Four Part 2 and if y'all don't know what that is that's all DJ Clues Professional 2 album and that was Cam Nature The Locks and Fabulous and for me that was Cam's Redemption because Fantastic Four Part One, I think that he had the weakest verse. I think if it was, if we had to go in order, it was Cannabis, Big Pun, Nori, then Cam. That's just my opinion. 
It wasn't like he was whack, but I felt like he can go harder. He knocked everybody out the box. He had he had the best version on Fantastic Four Part Two. You know what I mean? He, if you remember that song, he murdered that shit. He went right out the na- nature, and his opening line was, "Back in the days, we were slaves, whips and chains. It's tradition. All I got is whips and chains." Whew. Hold on, y'all. Nope. That's an M tech. Uh, you could just put it to the side. I don't know when I'm getting the trailer. No idea. Hopefully, Gomez brings me back one. Yeah, but um, sorry about that, y'all. A little brief, little work shit. Trying to find some a open trailer to put some mail on, but that might be hard to do right now. Other than that, um, yeah, yeah. When he told me that was like his favorite song from back in that time, I was just like, yeah, that was a long time ago though. So I get that was like 2000. That was like almost 20 years ago. So yeah, <laughs> I definitely understand. But when I hear music like that, whether it be R&B, rock, reggae, R&B, house, whatever, any song that interests me or anything that made me move my body or just nod my head or snap my fingers, clap my hands, that's like good music. That's like music that like touches you. You know what I mean? And I miss days like that because a lot of music doesn't touch me like that now. And it's not because I shit on it. It's just... It just doesn't move me. But there is a lot of music out there that does move me. You know, but the way I am now, or not even the way I am now, just the, the person that I am and I've grown to be. It's like if I'm in a, an establishment when I'm partying or I'm dancing or something, it's just my time just gets me more than anything. And it's like that for our parents, it's like that for our grandparents, aunts, uncles, people before us. They'll they'll listen, especially if they if they're open minded. They'll listen to a lot of the stuff that we listen to, and we'll laugh at them trying to do the the shit that these young kids is doing now. Same way where they try to do it with us, you know. And I think the big thing is they still have fun. You got to learn how. You still have to know how to move and have fun. Anytime, if it's your time, if it's not your time, and it's your kid's time, you got to know how to bust a move. You know what I mean? Just flow with the groove. So, all I can say is music is everything. Music is everything to me. It's a belief. It's a, it's, it brings the best out of me at times, especially when I'm going through shit from time to time. Sometimes you just need a good track to soothe your mind, soothe your thoughts. And sometimes you just need that, that, that bump, that bass and the beat to just, you know what I mean? Head nod. Don't matter who it is, what it is, you just need that moment. You know what I mean? To just escape from reality for just a couple of minutes, however long the song is. And then come back to reality different, different. Come back to reality with a different state of mind. One thing about music is it's a great escape, but what people do need to realize is 
you can escape for a moment, but we, your life is still going to be there no matter what it's going to be. So you have to know how to channel the things that you're going through into different things. Me, I channel a lot of my stresses into music. Not, not to, like I said, not to erase what's going on because you can't suppress shit that's going on. But just to cool my jets. Just to put me in a place of serenity. You know what I mean? To become peaceful and serene. To become, come back down to level one. And I can still be upset. But usually that that, that song, that track, that album at the moment just puts me at a, at a peaceful moment. Like, I, I lost my money. I needed that money. Fuck it. Maybe I wasn't supposed to have it. So I'm going to ease up. Now I just got to figure out a way to do whatever I do with the money or I'm just going to have to push it off. It's life. Things happen. For most people who have a lot of responsibilities, people are... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? People who have responsibilities and they take care of their responsibilities, they go through a lot, you know. But like me, when I take care of a lot of this shit and I fuck up, and I only say I fuck up because I just take it out on me, on myself sometimes, is I'm learning to understand that God gives you no more than what you can handle. I have that tattooed on my shoulder, and it took me years to really understand that. And I'm not talking about reading the words and listening to me say it. I'm talking about, like, really in my heart, understanding what that meant. You know, he puts a lot of shit in front of you because he knows you can handle it. Whether it be a problem or, you know, bringing you to the solution. He brought you to that point, so you have to handle the rest. If you can't, then... Maybe you couldn't handle it, but in most cases, usually you overthink things and you over-exaggerate what it really is. You know what I mean? So, with me, something that has been a soother is just been listening to music. Like, if I'm, I know that I'm about to blow up at work, something that you really don't want to do because you don't want to put yourself in a zone where people know that that's who you are or that's what you do and then people talk shit and try to get that out of you all the time just to get you in trouble or put you in a different situation I just throw the headphones on man and I might listen to the most violent motherfuck this fuck that bitch this type of music and then laugh about it because I'm not probably mad at that person I'm just mad about why you fucking with me you know what I mean but then that goes back to God gives you no money you can handle it if he know that you couldn't handle the shit, you know, there might have been something else to deter that, you know, or have you go to the left. You feel me? But sometimes people just fuck with you just to fuck with you. But other than that, you know, music, music is a dope, is a dope thing. So shout out to the fathers and the mothers of music in the beginning of time, probably in the caves and castles and temples and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm just glad that uh, I'm still here to enjoy the music that I grew up on, the music that my kids are growing up on, and I know I'm still be here for the music that is possibly here to come, you know? Hold on one second. Nah, you're, 
Ray's down there, so I don't know if you want to ask him, but like as of now, yeah, well, I'm done. I'm usually done at nine o'clock. Yeah. So Ray's down at the office, so if you want to ask him what you should do now until it's time for you to go, then. All right. So just take it easy for a minute. All right. Yeah, new new gentleman. He's real cool. That's a um, Alexi. Real cool kid. Real cool kid. Always asking questions to make sure everything is done the correct way. I told him to take a break just to solve some time until they try to snatch him up to another work area. He still came back before I told him to, and that's that hard work, man. That's that's the person who wants to succeed and, you know, separate themselves from the rest. Because I know a lot of people, you give them that, you give them that lane to just do whatever, they're going to take it and they're going to run with it. But sometimes you can't do that. You know what I mean? We had to work. We had to get shit done. So you got to you gotta follow through sometimes. So kudos to him. And that's it. Um, but yeah, like, back to the question I was going to ask him. And I did ask, I believe, you know, what was the music that really got you fired up? Got you, when you was in high school, that got you, like... This is my shit. And you just bump that, bump that. You know, what whatever music do you think? Another question, whatever of music, as long as you've been on this earth, whatever of music do you think was the most potent? Do you think like really set the tone for the music today? That's a good question. Like whatever do you think really set the tone? And what artists do you think, besides like Michael Jackson and Prince, what were some other artists that really set the tone for the artists that came out today? Something to think about, y'all. For those that are here this and, you know, support me. But other than that, that has some headphones is um, materializing into something right now. We're talking about the next time we're going to meet. And we got a couple topics that we're talking about. We're going to definitely finish the uh, top 20 greatest rapper list amongst us. We're going to do a part one and a part two, as well as um, a lot of politics with the government. We said we wanted to dive into one of my partners. Um, he's in the military, so he definitely has a lot of great insight, I'm sure, about a lot of things going on in the government because of the branch, not even because of the branch he's in, but because he's in military service, a lot of things will possibly affect him or has affected him or he has the insight of certain things that we might not understand and we're ignorant to. And it's good to have a different viewpoint. But ultimately, music is going to be one of the first things that we, we set the tone to. And like I said, we had started it and it was getting heated but it was getting entertaining because everybody got different opinions i even just put up a, a a meme of which rapper gotta go and it was tupac biggie jay and Nas. and my favorite rapper is Nas, y'all like i relate to him more but then it would be jay to me then it would be pop then big and the only reason i do that order is because I can honestly say I grew up more with Jay and Nas in my time of really understanding what I was listening to because my father always told me 
whatever you listen to, make sure you understand what they're talking about. Or I won't buy you any albums. And he used to test me. He used to really test me. And thank God because I was outside a lot, but also I had a lot of older heads that was looking out for me. A lot of older family members, amongst other things, that was just looking out for me. They um used to teach me things. I used to see things that I shouldn't. I used to do things that I wasn't supposed to do. But we all been through that, you know? That's, you live and learn, and you a kid. You don't know no better. And that's how I got a lot of the music that I got growing up. And I had a lot of CDs and tapes coming up, man. A lot of people used to be like, yo, D, let me hold that. And like, nah, I gotta. I used to have like Maxell tapes on stash. Like, if people wanted albums, I would record the album for them and they had it on tape. I used to dub them tapes. That's what we used to say. Um, I ain't really like lending out my shit unless it was like my close, close friends or close family. These people would return your shit fucked up, crack cases, the books is fucked up and things like that and I was a person that loved to read the credits in the books to, to see who produced it who arranged it the samples and then I would you know go to my pops like yo pop who's Boney James or what track was this that Bobby Mo- Womack made or I didn't know the Jackson 5 did this joint let me hear my father had no issues pulling them shits out putting them on wax like that was like I would say his excuse to play his music, but I think for him it was more of a quality time with his oldest, you know. And I think that's something that that was something that always meant the world to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that was something that always like when it came to music, yo man, it was on and popping. On and popping when it came to him. And I was just blessed to have, you know, a father that did those type of things. Even my uncle, my, my uncle T, he definitely did that shit a lot with me too. We asked those questions and it was all love, you know. But other than that, um, yeah, let's think about those questions. Think about those questions. Think about those questions. And you let me know what you think. You know what I mean? You let me know what you think. And you let me know how you feel about music today and music. Is it any comparison to, you know, anything that you, that you feel in there? Mario! Hold up, y'all. I'm trying to get my truck driver to come check me real quick so he ain't got to go all the way to the front door. But he might have not heard me. Hold up, y'all. Mario! I don't know. Ah, my man heard me. Now he ain't gotta come all the way around. Look out for him. Good looking out. You good? All right, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, all right. Yeah, y'all. But, um... Yeah, remember, music is everything. And give everything a chance. That's something that I've always done.
Yeah, I'm about to cut this off because I keep getting either interrupted or a lot of noise in the background. I'm a, like I said, I'm a beginner turning into professional. And I think I'm getting better. I just got to get the noise controlled down a little bit more. But like I said, I'm y'all going to be taking walks with me unlike any other podcast. You're going to hear every and everything because I'm just giving you a piece of me. I'm at work. I don't always want to just talk to you when I'm in the crib. Hell, I'm going to be more interactive too. Trust me. Once I get when I once I get time to really maneuver the way I want, I'm going to start like rolling up on people on spots asking questions. Trust me. This is going to be entertaining, y'all. But yeah, like I was saying, music is everything. Give everything a shot before you judge it. I think that's why I let a lot of this new stuff rock because a lot of it is cool. A lot of it can't really get into, but for the most part, I I commend everybody that is doing something that they wanted to do, doing something that they say they love, and they getting money. Kudos to them. Kudos to to having the courage to do, do that. I mean, I think that it's a little easier than it was back in my time, but at the end of the day, who cares? They on, they on. They living it. They doing it the best way they know how and shit is popping for them so kudos show me kudos but yo y'all this is something different this is your man D-Match I'm about to listen to some music cause I got a couple got about two hours until I go home I got two hours before I get in my bed I got two hours before I go drink some hot tea and just lay down maybe watch some criminal minds on Netflix or um try to catch up on another show but half hour with y'all was great i'm glad a lot of y'all are enjoying it and i'm out of here be safe y'all god bless